plea planned. You guys done this. You guys are moving together. But that doesn't mean anything when it comes to fighting. <laughs> Download the All Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. Where Where are you at, actually? Uh, this is my house. I got a cage in my basement. Here's my gym. We call, we call it mom's basement because that's my house. Oh, that's right. That's right. Damn, not many guys out there with a cage in I'm, their gym. I'm committed, bro. Committed. <laughs> yeah. Well, your dedication, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> some gyms don't even have cages, right? I know. So that's, it's like... that's why I have one, man, dude. Fucking, I'm sick of all you going to these gyms that don't have cage. I tra- The place I train at right now doesn't have a cage. I'm like the only place that has a cage in the Northeast right now. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. That's crazy. But anyways, um, let's uh get into this uh this fight coming up, man. Your uh your second shot at the contender series, um. Yes, but I want to go back. I want to rewind, you know, to a little over a year ago after the the Francis Marshall fight, man. When you walked away from that fight, when you flew back home, how were you mentally? So um, I mean, was, I wasn't too like upset with my performance to be honest. I mean, obviously I wanted to win and and I could have been better, but I taught uh you know show myself a lot you know what i mean i showed myself that i can go through a war with a a good fighter like francis marshall i'm not gonna back down i needed to see a lot of things and i think a lot of other people needed to see you know what i was really made of instead of just finishing these guys so um and i saw a lot of holes in my game that i needed to work on so i you know i mean that's what i've been doing the last year i completely changed up camps and i've been you know uh working my ass off changed a lot of stuff in the way i fight and it's I'm feeling it. I feel way better than I was last year. So it was, I kind of need it. It's like, you, you know, one of those things that you don't know until you know. And then, you know what I mean? Now I know. You, you mentioned, um, you know, switching camps. You know, now I see that you're with uh, the New England cartel. Did, but you've always been training with them, right? Like, Yeah. So uh, in the way the car, so the cartels in the North Shore of Boston, and I live on the South Shore. So I've trained with them many times. You know, usually on Saturdays or something, we meet up and we'd spar. But I wasn't training day in and day out. Um, so since then, I I used to be training at Lozon MMA, and now I'm training at a New England Cartel with Tyson Chartier, like full on. So um, it's been really, really good. You know what I mean? It's totally different when you, you when you get like top top 10 level guys on you every single every single time of practice you know i used to only get that experience everywhere here and there and when i really got that consistency working with those high level guys it's been a complete game changer that i needed when did that exactly happen so um i started yeah i think it was where was it so my last fight last year was in august um i came home i took a little bit of time off as soon as i started moving up there so i had my whole last fight camp for uh, dana weiss looking for a fight um with 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 the new England cartel and so that was you know a good two or three month fight camp going into that had that fight and then it's been there ever since i mean i was at my last performance was one of my best performances as well um i just changed a lot of things you know i was more of a jujitsu kind of background growing up underneath each other's on um and now i've changed my mentality more wrestler based and um i you know just continuing to work with those guys just like my striking has gotten better so yeah it was awesome yeah, you mentioned the fight um, after that, right? Seven months later, you actually competed for Combat Zone. Uh, yep. That was the Dana White looking for a fight episode, yep. right? And uh, yes. you go in there and you get the, the first round finish. You know, and, and people, people, fans, they're always interested to see how fighters respond after their first professional loss. What were the nerves like during that fight? 
Um, I feel like I was a lot more confident in my abilities just because of, obviously the, the train up and who, what I, who I started training with. And then it was also like I've been on the big stage kind of fighting at the apex and I felt that pressure, which is a lot more stressful than fighting on a local show. So going back to a local show and fighting, I felt so much more comfortable. Even though Andrew Cruz was a pretty good fight, he, I think he was eight and three going into the fight. Um, grid wrestler. So, you know, I was definitely... I definitely took the camp very serious, and uh, but yeah, it was, it was easier. Get once I got out there, I felt more calm and relaxed than I've ever felt in any any performance I've ever had. Yeah, and also having Dana White there again. Yeah, right? that that could be nerve nerve wracking as well, you know, because the first time it's like, man, I didn't really do much. Yeah, I didn't show all my my best, and this time it's like he's here again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that whole situation. But that's going to say, like, this again, like, for this year, it's my third time fighting in front of Dana White. So it's kind of what I'm expecting now. You know what I mean? I'm getting used to fighting on that, on that stage with all the pressure. And I think that's one of the biggest things. Like, this sport's 90% mental. I know so many good fighters in the gym who, who just can't put it all together on fight day and for whatever reason. And I feel like I think that's the thing. The more you get exposed, the better you get, the easier it is to perform. Yeah, there's a, there's a huge separation between the people that look really beautiful on mitts and then people that actually can fight absolutely totally different things and you can look great on mitts it's you've been working with the same coach for you know five years or you know, 10 years you know what i mean obviously you're gonna look you guys are gonna have every combination plea planned you guys done this you guys moving together but that doesn't mean anything when it comes to fighting <laughs> and uh andrew cruz man he was a really really good opponent man um I expected the fight to actually go longer than it did, man. You went in there and really just, you know, had no kind of uh, jitters or anything. You just went in there in first round over. Yeah, yeah, pretty much dismantled him with, with you know what I mean? He was, I, I did exactly everything I, I expected. He even stood the way I watched film on him. And I just kind of, you know, we had a game plan to set and it worked to a T, you know what I mean? That's another thing is just like getting the experience of sticking to the game plan. Sometimes when you get with these big fights and then the lights, people kind of go sporadic in the rain and they go away from what they've been working on the entire camp. And I think that's one thing. That's why Tyson Chartier is probably the got coach of the year in 2020 is because he's really good at implementing and, and sticking to a game plan and making sure you're mentally ready, prepared to get into that fight. Um, instead of just kind of like being all of it, you know, he is a good coach throughout camp. You're listening to him in training, and when you go and perform, you hear him back in the head, so you kind of stick to the things, you know what you're supposed to do, and you kind of get in there and do your job and get the wins. Yes, and uh, and it all leads you up to uh, this fight, man, Contenders yeah. in 2023. Uh, man, I don't know how you say his name, but I'm going to try Jair Ferraris. That's right. You know, he That's comes in with a uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, undefeated record, you know what I mean? It looks pretty solid. It's a solid test, you know what I mean? Um, what have you found out about him and what, what do you think of the skill set? Um, so I, what I've looked up and he looks like a striker. He's tall. He's 5'11". So it means he's like, he's got that really wide stance, good hands. So, I mean, that's what I expect. He doesn't, I don't see too many submissions in any of his fights. It doesn't look like he, he likes the grappling portion of the, uh, of the fight. So, you know, it's an MMA fight, not a boxing match. So we're going to make it, we're going to bring the places where we need it. We need it to go to get the win. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm no, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable pretty confident in my ability of striking as well you know i mean i know i had that tough fight with francis marshall but overall my striking i know is can top with the best top fighters in the world because I, I do it in the gym it's just it's getting together on fight day and performing between fights you know i mean i know the the cartel they they like to go to other spots and train you know i mean it's you guys are kind of like the traveling crew right it's you guys have a home but you guys you guys travel all over the place and and were there any spots that you actually got to train at and, and you really benefited from some of the some of the interactions? 
So right now, um, we had that Rob, Rob Font down in Miami fight. So I went down there with them, and we kind of trained. I spent like a week down there training with them, and we hit a couple, you know, trained together in that area. But right now, uh, Calvin's actually he's coming back from his knee injury. So he's been he hasn't really been in the gym as much as as Rob has. Rob's been pretty active lately with the Corey Sandhagen fight and the uh, wherever fight was in Miami. So, uh, um. So we've been we've been kind of home based. Like uh, this, we just moved gyms. Actually, we got a new facility. We're training at. We were training in this really small area up in the mill. Now we got this new gym. It's a full on wrestling gym. We just moved our mass down there to add on to it. It's a huge, big new area. So I think that we've kind of found a home spot now, and and it's been really good. So I think we're gonna be staying here a lot more and and trying to, you know, bring the people up here. We need to get a powerhouse gym in the, in the Northeast. That's what we know. Ever all across the country, there's big gyms everywhere, and New England's one of the. We have you know, quite a few guys in the UFC, but they're all sporadic and they all come from these little gyms. It's, we need to get everybody working together in one big, big room with the top level guys, you know, competing, training to win fights. And that's what we've been doing. So I think I saw Tyson like post a, a video of, of like the new gym. Yeah. Was it yesterday or the day before? Where he was just going through and like panning across and it was just like, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's like more, more people are sparring. I'm just like, oh, you guys got a lot of people in there. Oh, yeah. We, we've really opened up the doors. The cartel used to be kind of very uh, close-knit. You know what I mean? It was like Rob and Calvin and a couple other guys, Nick Fjord, Tom Pags, And they didn't really – they kind because we didn't really have the space, to be honest. But, and um, since, I think, a year ago, kind of when I started coming back, uh, joined the team, they've been opening their doors to get more people in there, which has been like – huge man it's a tough run too man there's like a lot of good guys and we're building new guys right now so it's it's been it's been really awesome yeah the new gym is is beautiful it's like we used to kind of have to like we were in such a small space you have to worry about bumping into other groups when you're training with them which kind of messes up the flow of the drill you know what i mean you want to be able to con like keep that drill going so now we can there's no problem with that we're, we're, we're whenever we're, there's no you're not running into anybody you're doing blasting your full-on takedowns you're defending full-on takedowns so you can really have that space to be able to work for sure. And, you know, watching Calvin, you know, for the last year or so coming back, you know what I mean? And, and he's kind of like at the spot where you want to be at, right? At the top yeah, of the division and, and watching him go through a major injury and then come back and, and you're so close to him. You know what I mean? It must, you must learn something from that, right? A thousand percent. It's inspiring. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you want. That's what I look up to is this, is Rob and Calvin. You know what I mean? They're doing what I want to do. So um, seeing how they interact, just to see, you know, just seeing the things they do and the way they train, you know, that's what you, that's who I can emulate. It's not just a blank slate. You know what I mean? It's like I have I have a game plan. If it's working for them, it can work for me. I just got to listen to them. And, you know, and, and especially with Rob and, and, and Calvin, they're always giving me like, hey, you know, they're giving me tips and whatever different things to do. And, you know very valuable stuff that helps me in it when it comes to MMA. So it's been awesome. Yeah, man. And 14 months, man, you, you fought since then, you know, you switched teams, you've, you've worked with a lot of high level people, you know, where do you feel like, what piece of your game do you feel like, okay, this one is like really like elevated in the last, since my last fight? Yeah. I, I hate, I really hate to say, but I really think that's like, I mean, my, my, my striking and my, I have a new uh, striking coach as well. Um, Pete Luciani, and he's a he's a local guy from around here. But I've been working with him consistently for a year, and he's grown my striking game to a whole nother level. I still work with Jake Manini, who's the cartel coach, who is tie, he does more Thai style. So I've been working a lot more boxing style because in that Francis Marshall fight, I, I, my that was the problem. It was the the boxing, and I got touched up a lot because you know he kept on hitting. So we've been working nothing but defense and 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 
working on not getting hit. And then on top of that, with my wrestling game, like I was a jujitsu guy, like going hunting for submissions, working off my back. And the game MMA, that's not what you want. You want to be on a top pressure kind of guy. So I really focus on that. And it's been a huge, like 180 out, man. Like that's, that's a, like, that, I, I was kind of like doing individual things, but not really putting everything together the way I should be. And now I'm putting everything together the way it should be for MMA. And I needed to find out. And so, yeah, man, I really believe I'm like, double the fighter i was going into um last i just didn't know you know now i know and i'm ready to go so i'm excited i know this guy's a good tough opponent he's 10 to know big you know what i mean it's a challenge for point but i really feel like I, I can compete with the guys at the top of the division so he's just another guy that i'm gonna have to go through to get to where i want to fight if i want to fight brian ortega i want to fight volkanovsky i want to fight Yair rodriguez you know these guys are amazing fighters and that's who i want to compete with i should be able to take out this 10 0 kid no problem yeah, man, it's it's the best of America versus best of Brazil. Yes, sir. You know, that's, that's what kind of contenders is is turning into, right? They're taking the best of like who, who they can find in each country. Yeah, I think that that's a great concept that they should probably change it to. You know? Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, and it's like, um, yeah, they should be more like even uniforms. I should have American fans. They should have Brazil <laughs> fans. They should. I, I like that. That'd be awesome because that's what it is, man. And you know what I mean? You're trying to, yeah. and these guys, it's like that junior level. You know what I mean? We're mm -hmm. all trying to fight in the big league, but we're competing mm -hmm. at each other at the junior level. Yeah, man. It, it's, that's what it is. I'm fighting the best prospect. It's not an easy way to the UFC. It's fighting contender series no. at all, man. You're, you're, you're getting funneled into the, getting the best toss pro prospects, the future of the UFC mm -hmm. all bottlenecked into one area. And, and you know, you're going to fight some savages. Like I fought Francis. Francis did good. His, his first fight, he won. He got a knockout in the second round. Mm -hmm. I thought he won his second fight. He had in the UFC. He ended up getting a decision, split decision, she went to the other guy. And his last fight, he had a tough fight. But he's, I mean, he's competing at the top levels. So I know, I mean, I gave him a, he didn't finish me. You know what I mean? I gave him a war that fight. So um, I know I can fight that top level, but I can, I, I know him so much better. I wish I had what I had right now last year when I fought Francis Marshall. Yeah. You see guys fight each other all the time you know what i mean and they meet and then the other guy one guy beats the other guy but yeah. that guy that won his career really didn't go anywhere but the guy that lost he somehow like was impacted tremendously from that loss and then next you know he's in the ufc for the next five years and the other guy was cut two fights later we see it all the time man yeah it happens man he's got crazy do it and it's, it's definitely and i actually trained with francis actually after my fight i, w I went down to new jersey and I trained with him, and he, man, he's kid's an animal. The thing with him is he's so young. I mean, he, I mean, he might have had a couple of tough fights, but he's only 23 years old, and he's already where he's at. So he is like, I mean, I didn't come back to the sport until I was 26, 27. Um, I took all that time off. So he has, you know, the world's you know, the sky's the limit for that kid. I think he's going to be really good, even if he takes a couple of losses, figure it out. I mean, he's going to be a really good UFC fighter as well. He's a big right, boy. Man. Yeah, man. That's great experience and, and watching him do his thing. What are you going to do? What, what are you expecting out of yourself in this fight coming up? You know what I mean? It's, it's a big spot for you. Yeah, I think this kid's going to be a good kid. I don't expect a fast finish, but I expect me to dominate the fight overall. And it's going to be, I'm going to drown him and bring him into deep waters. And, and, you know, if I get the finish, I get the finish. I'm going to be pumped, you know what I mean? Knock him out. But if not, he's going to get drowned. I'm just going to keep it, keep a pace that he can't keep up with. And, uh, I feel sharp in all, all departments. So I'm not worried. It's not a boxing fight. It's an MMA fight. So hope he's ready for it. And, uh, you know, the first couple of weeks have, have passed of the contender series and pretty much everybody that won has gotten a contract yeah. except for, uh, one of the women. 
yeah. last week. She she won. She didn't get the contract. Everybody thought she should have got the contract. Um, and then she's booked three weeks later. For the UFC, yeah. For the UFC short notice, man. That's a good sign, though, for contender series fighters, though. Uh, like, Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, that's the thing, dude. Like, uh, A lot of these – I know so many guys. Terrence, Terrence McKenney, I knew him before I um, – he he lost his contender Seri fight and then he came back and he's had a great showing in the UFC. He's got a seven second knockout in the UFC. I mean, I know a lot of guys who lose their contender series fights and they get picked up for whatever a short notice fight and you know they do very well. I mean, it's a fight. Anything can happen. There's two people going to that ring and only one person is going to come out a winner. So you know what I mean. It doesn't define you as who you are. I don't think because some as we do think that in MMA of because uh, that's kind of MMA culture. Like you think, oh, one loss, that's it. That guy's done. You know what I mean? It's if you go into Thailand, these guys they don't even talk about their wins and losses. They just say, I have 250 fights. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't give a shit about because anything can happen. Anything. So if you let that define who you are, I mean, that's just you wanted a way out of the sport. I mean, I love this sport, so I don't give a shit, man. I'm gonna go in there and perform at the best of my ability. And go in there and you know and take a run at run at the top level this this UFC because I know I can do it. All right, man. October tenth, contender series, USC Apex. Connor, thank you so much for the time. All the best in the fight, and uh, hopefully, you know, we, when we speak again, we will be, you know, talking about the be a UFC, UFC fighter by then. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go. I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much.